Hey, this is great. I'm glad you found us. Welcome to the conversation. This is the Wags and Fresh Podcast. Well, the loveliest thing that I ever did see was a young man dreaming of what he could be. This is a maybe a follow-up conversation based off of um, our interview with Dan on episode 45. Uh and if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, please do. A great, great episode where um, we discussed Dan's album and um, The Heart, The Time, and The Pen, uh, Crow vs. Lion. Check that out at Bandcamp, Crow vs. Lion. Uh, get that album. It's, it's an amazing album. But what, what today's conversation is about is what did we take from that conversation? Or in, your, in the case that we're asking you, what is a recent conversation that you've had that has... Uh, driven you or inspired you or made you continue to contemplate things post that conversation that you've either obsessed over or been thinking about a lot um, and took away uh, maybe a life lesson from. So in this case, um, we want to rehash our conversation a little bit, not specifically about the conversation with Dan, but more what did we take and what has been the last couple weeks since that conversation. So uh, why don't you start off with maybe what you've taken away from that? Sure. The first thought I was thinking was about taking notes during a conversation, which I thought would be an interesting thing to do. Imagine talking to somebody and actually just taking notes and listening and then reviewing those notes with the person mm-hmm. just to sure. um, see what you got out of it, what they said, um, and if those match up. I'd never done that before. But well, Funny enough, that's what we do for work all the time. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. We do it with like... <laughs> Uh, bosses and we do it at school and we do it at all these things and why do we do it to learn and retain what's important that that person is saying so is there any better person to do that with than the people in your life that are important and matter to you so it's funny how much time and attention Mm -hmm. we spend on certain things and then other areas we just think that by default they'll work themselves out and be as good as other areas of our life just because we'll have time to get to it later or because naturally they'll just happen on their own, which which isn't the case. So from Dan's um, conversation, what I got is um, how much time and attention and detail and thought are you putting into your art? And your art doesn't have to be music. It could be your relationships or anything. But um, I just going over that album with him and the detail he had and a listener's guide and uh, the meaning in the songs and the sections of the songs, you know, it was just very thoughtful and, you know, not just thoughtful in what he was thinking about and what he wanted to do, but he was also talking about how creativity breeds creativity. So just showing up and put that attention in makes things help to take on a life of their own. And not only do you get to give to it, but it, it gives to you and together it involves as something, you know, greater than, than, than you could have thought of when you, when you took the first step. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I think, yeah, yeah. Because, (laughs) you know, there's a lot, a lot down back there. The, I think that that's, um, you know, some of the, the realities of whether, I don't know, like you said, taken for granted or, um, we, we just misplace our attention in a way that um, something like that. I'm I'm glad that that's something that you got out of that because uh, and and then shared with me because it's something that we all do and we could all get better at. Uh, 
um, and, and I think that as you get older, uh, we all get older, we, we start to recognize that that should be, hey, I should be slowing down. I should, you know, turn the TV off or whatever is the distraction. Or I should be speeding up. Or speeding up. Um, and get, yeah, you know, exactly. getting things, you know, there's, yeah. you don't have time to do everything you want to do, so start doing something. Yeah, so that, that's, a, that's a great thing to take away from it. And, and like anything else, it's now about application and what do you do with it. So, um, so that's, that's always a good lesson to take away from somebody. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, but for me, I, I did, as it relates to Dan's conversation, much more specific of this thread um, in the question I asked him about who, what musical influences he's had. And, um, you know, I, I had, uh, he had discussed how one of his songs is um, inspired by the Yellow Submarine song by the Beatles. And, and it's been a long time since I've spent any time listening to the Beatles music. And Five, six, seven, eight. Five, six, seven, eight's the song, yep. And uh, and, he, and it's inspired by Yellow Submarine. And once he says that and you go back and listen to five, six, seven, eight, you're like, okay, I can <laughs> actually almost feel like you could play them simultaneously maybe because they're, they're very sort of bebop. Head, your head can bob and you're, you're kind of a sing-along song a little bit. Um, so, but I ended up taking, I, I didn't go to the music first, to be honest with you. I ended up going to the movie, I think you might have told me about it or I had heard about it, or both, uh, a movie that re- came out recently called Yesterday, which is, um, you know, Beatles is all throughout that movie because it's about somebody who uh, has an accident and realizes that he, he and a few other people are the only people in the world that, um, that uh, remember uh, the Beatles. Uh, so he, he then has to figure out how to manage that in his life. Uh, so it takes you a lot of That Beatles, responsibility. That responsibility and, yeah. and understanding, too, uh, it, there's a lot of depth into that movie too, of and they were very thoughtful and careful of what they, uh, and respectful of what that that meant. Um, but also, I think they were a little, and this is a, obviously an English term coming from me, an English movie, but they're kind of cheeky with it. You know, they they also made a little fun of the whole thing, like uh, the one scene where he gets out of the out of the airport at Liverpool, and then the you know people start chasing him around like like he was like a beetle, mm-hmm. you know, and so there's there's some fun with it as well that was in there. Uh, but I ended up then from that movie uh, starting to obsess over some of the music, most specifically one song, and as I've watched it now three times and, you know, uh, the movie once with the family, once again on the airplane, you know, I realized how important and integral this song is to the movie, and that is uh, a Long and Winding Road, which... I've probably listened to 50 times in multiple different versions at this at this point since since Dan's interview, uh, which then led to the movie, which led to this, and and I I'm not even sure I've completely unpacked the song to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I I have moments where it's clear, especially depending on which version you hear. If you hear like the album version where there's all this orchestra on it, and um, the song has more of a uh, sort of a grandiose feel to it. Uh, but when you get the stripped down version, which is kind of what you see in the movie uh, when he plays it, is much more of a heartfelt, emotional um, understanding of what the lyrics truly meant, or at least you think that they mean. Uh, and it was, and I then I since found out it was the last number one song that they ever had. Mm. You know, uh, out of the twenty number ones, it was the last one. I uh, found out Paul McCartney didn't like the production that, that that Phil Spector did on the album. So all I've really started to unpack the depth of understanding of the history of this song. Um, it was on the last album, Let It Be. 
but I, I think that I just keep coming back to you know how when you and I have gone back and forth with some text messages on this as well, how much um, we all know where the road is, right? That long and winding road that you know brings me to your door. We have, and no matter whether it's one singular road or I got a road to, to your house, I got a road to back to my wife, I've got a road to, you know, anywhere I want to look, there's a road. And sometimes we think that, one of the things I took away from it is one, sometimes you think that that road doesn't exist anymore. Like a road that has, that you once were on is gone. When the reality is it's still there. You haven't looked at it. Maybe it's got a whole bunch of dirt and you know, leaves on it or whatever, and it's, it's hard to see, but it doesn't mean that it's not there. And if you want to find that road back to the door, you can find that road. And, and it, that was the other thing that's the interesting part. So much of the time when in a song, you're like, you're finding your way to a specific place. And it's, this is taking you to a specific place that's taking you to a specific place. So it's even, it's, it's like taking you to the beginning of a journey, right? Not to the end, right? Because the end would be to your door which is what he says, but he keeps talking about going back to the winding road. So I, I also took away a little bit of it's, you know, you don't, the experience wouldn't be if I just automatically showed up at your door. Okay, that would be great because I'm excited to see you. But at the same time, you wouldn't be ready for the relationship. Wouldn't be ready for it. Yeah. You have to go through the experience of the winding road. Yeah. And, and it has to be as long as it needs to be before you're ready to get to that door. Whereas a lot of times we all in life, let me get to that place, let me get to that place. Mm -hmm. And there's this urgency that is uh, that we put on these things that are not necessarily always necessary. And they sure would be bad if they came too soon. Because then you'd be standing there at the door and you'd ring the doorbell and you, and you wouldn't know what to say or do or act, right? So yeah. anyway, that's I'd spent I maybe assessed a little bit too much on that, but I'm not even sure I'm even completely done with that song yet. <laughs> so that was one of the things that I uh, thank Dan for sending me down that road. Um, just simply from just a conversation about um, being inspired by the Beatles. So. Yeah, and I think it's it's weird because sometimes, you know, a piece of artwork is already beautiful, but sometimes you could take that piece of artwork and turn it into just a black and white sketch and you get your colors and paints and crayons and whatever you would use out and you start to just paint your life through that framework mm -hmm. you know so what is a road to you how do you walk the road do you walk by and and tread lightly do you do you uh, kick up dust do you make the next person's journey behind you to that point a little easier so maybe they could go further than you went uh, you know do you have pieces of art like Dan made along the way so that when people are on the road they're inspired to keep going right. and think about their life and have something to contemplate on on the road because you know we know from hikes that um just you know walking that road and getting to spend time with yourself and stripping down all the things that aren't important um can take you to doors that you can't get to with a clogged with a clogged mind yeah uh, so take some time to think about uh, uh, maybe there's some conversations you've had recently that you've gone on some you know, uh, thought road yourself. Um, not to specifically try to pull those things together, but um, but yeah, I mean, just your own little uh, journey that you're having um, from that conversation. What are you learning from that? How, what are you going to take away from it? And then, 
Um, and sometimes it's better to keep that journey to yourself, but other times it's good to share it with others, share it with the person who inspired you that from that conversation. It's sometimes it's good to give back that feedback to them because I'm sure on some level, whether they're conscious of it or not, they would like to get the feedback of how they've inspired them. And and in this context, obviously, we're talking about it in a very positive way, which uh, obviously more we, we definitely promote that as much as possible. But there could be other aspects of that as well. That um, You can call people who've traveled the world. You right. can, you know, yeah, like you said, sometimes just by talking to that person, they could tell you where you live, <laughs> where they right. live, right. you know. Right. Somebody could have changed the street sign. Somebody could have moved. And, you know, just don't keep your head down. <laughs> and sometimes the long and winding road is straight, and it's right down the end of the block, yeah. and it's really that simple. And sometimes other times you'll never get there. So you'll never get there, yeah. So, all right, hit play. Have a great week, and talk soon. Keep the conversation going. Hit play.